Hey guys, it's Mike at Narcoleptic Customs Podcast, episode 36, with the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Mike Losh of Slosh Tubs. Uh, this dude is a legend in the Northwest Arkansas scene, but has been in trucks for years and years. Uh, he has built mini trucks, he has built full-size trucks, he's built square bodies, he's built everything in between uh, OBS and all the way back to uh, advanced design trucks. Anyways, let's let him tell his story of uh, how he acquired his grandfather's truck and uh, and what he did to bring it to Cloud9. Here we go. All right, guys, I'm so excited about this one. Um, Mr. Uh, C-10 King, like dude that everybody knows uh, in the whole world uh, for C-10 trucks and Cloud9 especially, but you've built a ton of super cool rigs, and we're going to go into some of that. Uh, Mr. Mike Losh of Slosh Tubs with a Z. Um, welcome. I'm glad to have you. Hey, thank you, man. And uh, thank you for all that. <laughs> yeah. So what's neat is uh, Mike and I have, there's a picture of the first time I ever drove the old truck. Uh, once I put the overdrive in it of me pulling in and it with no hood and ratty as hell. And you're right behind me in cloud nine into a cruise night. So it was like both ends of the spectrum. I'll put that up here for everybody that's watching. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You probably didn't even sit and look at that truck. You were probably, everybody was gawking and you were looking at them taking pictures. Now, that way so. I did look at it. I said, why is there an 80 model bumper? On that 65 truck. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, you do remember. That's uh, that's one of the neat things about car people is we always, like, people remember folks by their cars. So um, yeah. let's, let's just dive right in. Let's tell everybody, kind of give us a, an overview of the Cloud9 story. Well, that, that was my grandfather's daily driver for 26 years. Wow. Uh, my, gra my grandfather raised me pretty much most of my whole life. So... It was a truck I learned to drive in. It was a truck I've been in love with, you know, from the get-go. Yep. I mean, no matter where we went when I was a kid in the truck, every gas station, somebody tried to buy that truck. Oh, my God. Wow. It, it, you know, a 67 big back glass, short wide, and black with red interior. That's how it originally was. Beautiful, as it was black and red, you know, and mm -hmm. it just... He put, I don't know how many miles on. I have no clue how many miles he put on. Literally his daily driver for 26 years. Wow. That's <laughs> too cool. And then you took it and went completely next level. Yeah, completely insane with it. And he, he loved every step of the way. He was he was my biggest supporter. So That's awesome. Yeah, he absolutely loved it. That, most grandpas would have think, thought that you ruined it. He thought... Uh, it was the most amazing thing ever. So <laughs> that's that is super cool. So with uh, with that, so that truck was around your whole life. Correct. I mean, yep. So what is like? Uh, what's eleven year old Mike like? That's it's a question I love to ask car guys because you've been a car guy for a long, long time. Sounds like so. Uh, it, is eleven year old Mike a car guy? Never done anything else. <laughs> no, I I didn't play sports. I didn't hunt. I didn't fish. All I've ever done was cars. That's Man, it. <laughs> that's awesome. So uh, I think you answered one of my questions while ago. It was like, what did you learn to drive in? I mean, did you learn to drive in that truck? But that that was it. 
Uh, Dude, that's so awesome. Me and my sister both learned to drive in that truck. I'm not wow. sure we actually learned the three on the tree completely, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we both learned it. <laughs> that's awesome. So now, did you uh, did you daily that truck as like a 16, 17-year-old, or did you have something else? No, he was still driving it at that point. He, wow. he drove till I was, I would say, 23, 24. That's yeah, awesome. He, he drove it forever. So, no, no, that was, uh, I couldn't pry it out of his hands then. I, I had to find him another truck before I could ever get that one out of his hands. So. Oh, my gosh. So, so what was your first car or truck then? Uh, 65 Chevy. Yeah. Hey. Small back, small back glass. Yep. My very first truck. Orange That's and white. Awesome. Uh, you know, white wagon spokes, spinners, the whole works, you know. <laughs> All of it. All of the stuff. That's <laughs> That's so funny. So, uh, so have you always lived? So you, you live in Siloam yes, in area, right? So have yeah. you always been in that area? Well, I was, I was born and raised in Cherokee city, which is, you know, 15 miles outside of Siloam. Mm. So yeah, I've, uh, I, well, I was actually born in Siloam, but I lived out <laughs> there with my grandpa most of my life. So that's cool. That's cool. So being around all that stuff, what did you do? What was your first job? Uh, mowing lawns. I uh, my uncle had a lawn mowing business, and I uh, started with him when I was fourteen. So that's awesome. So uh, it's funny. the The more we talk, the more our stories are a lot alike. Because uh, I mowed yards for two years to get enough money to work on my old truck that my grandfather had before. So yeah, we're, we're gonna have a ton. Awesome of way to do it, to man. There's good money in it. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I and it's, the last three years. So yeah, I was gonna say at fourteen years old, dude, like. 25 bucks a yard a week is a bunch you got especially if you got five or six yards you know exactly yep that's awesome so before we start down the uh the slosh tub story if if anybody has ever followed you on any social media stuff uh they know you're married because yeah. uh, every wednesday there's the wcw post so uh, I couldn't do it without it. yep so how long have you guys been married 26 years God, she's put up with yep. me that long. That's awesome. She's been a lucky girl for 26 and a half years. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> now, uh, you guys have some kids. Uh, your uh, son, I, I don't know your daughter's name, but, right? You have a daughter. Yep. Chandler. Yep. Chandler's yep. my daughter and Harrison's my son. So are they both car? Because the son is definitely a car guy. Is she car? No, not at all. She, uh... She uh she wants the Studi Baker in the end, and she she loves she loves cool old she likes old bubbly pastel cars. So mm. uh, that that's what she likes. <laughs> that's awesome. So now uh, most folks may not know, but your son took up um, the lawn mowing bug you had, and did that. Is he still is he still mowing yards and taking care of stuff? Well, he just uh, he just quit because he just started college at U of A. So. Mm. So he had to he had to let it go for now, but uh, it's been good to him for three years now. So yeah, yep, and, slosh and cuts. Slosh cuts. That's right. And he uh, he ran he drove a an OBS truck that was lowered and wheels and all that kind of cool stuff. So well, my my uh, my main truck in high school was a '95 Mazda that was red and lowered and you know snug top everything that was cool then. And so 
I thought it, uh, well, my dream truck at that point when I was in high school would have been a 95 short wide. <laughs> oh my so gosh, yep. When I found a red 95 short wide when he was getting ready to be driving, I thought, what could be more perfect, you know? Right. That was yep. My dream truck in high school, so give me an excuse to buy another car. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So um, what was your career before you started Slosh Tubs? Um, I've, uh, I worked in a factory for six years building electric motors. Mm. Um, then I, uh, my wife seen an ad one day for a car sales job and she's like, you need to get out of the factory. You need to go sell cars. I was like, I don't know if I can do that or not. She calls me back and says, hey, you got an interview at Daryl Hickman Chevrolet. <laughs> oh, my God. So, hang on. You're, you're maybe dating yourself a little bit there. Daryl Hickman's been out for a little bit. That's right. A long time. <laughs> uh, about uh, 17 years now. Oh, my gosh. That's, is it I've been in the car for 23 now. Yeah, I was going to say, is it sad that I remember when Daryl Hickman was open because <laughs> I was selling cars? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Old, old people here. <laughs> no, man, I tell you, long, long time car business folks, for sure. Uh, so I would love to pick your brain on that in a future podcast, for sure, and kind of go down some of those stories. And because uh, we, we definitely chewed some of the same asphalt for a long time. <laughs> for sure. Yep. So uh, if people are listening that have never sold cars or been in that business, it's, it's six days a week, 70 hours a week, 60 to 70 hours a week. How do you balance starting slosh tubs and selling cars. I, I just, that's the, that's the story. That's why this whole thing was written was how did you do that? It's absolutely insane. <laughs> My wife carries so much of the other stuff because of the amount of hours that I work that it's, it's been insane. <laughs> there, there's no balance there. It's just, I get up at five o'clock most mornings. I work before I go to work and my real job. And then mm -hmm. I work during my real job. I work on slosh tub too. And then after I work on slosh tub. So God, that's crazy. So for, for everybody that's been under a rock for the last six or eight years, uh, what is a slosh tub? Uh, it's a, well, basically my pet peeve was all these guys slamming these trucks and letting their engine compartments look absolutely terrible. You know, nobody, everybody left their hoods down. Nobody did anything with their engine compartments. And I, I love the clean street rod side of engine compartments. And so I, when I was building Cloud9, I started uh, to develop an inner fender. I was like, somebody's got to make an inner fender for one of these. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, go back on that. I didn't, start to make an inner fender for one of these. I started to make me a set of inner fenders. Yep. During that process, uh, my grandfather sold the farm, literally, and that's where my shop was. Oh, was man. A third of the way into building these, and then I didn't have a shop anymore. Oh, and, um, So then I'm in a, you know, tizzy trying to figure out what to do. And uh, one of my buddies, Gary Angel, uh, was working uh, at a shop. And 
I said, man, can you, can you help me finish, bring into fruition what I'm trying to accomplish here? Mm -hmm. And so uh, the shop he was working at, uh, Next Hot Rods, they helped me complete and finish them. But wow, that's cool. At that point, I had so much money <laughs> in a set of inner fenders that we were like, what in the world? Well, what can I do to get some of this money back? Right. And uh, I was on a, the, I was big on the 67 to 72 Chevy truck form at that time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, during the build thread, people were watching. And I, I don't even remember who it was, but somebody suggested, why don't you pull a mold off of those and reproduce them? You're like, hmm. would anybody buy a fiberglass in your fender? That seems kind of weird. And so I thought about it some more and I thought about it. Then I found a guy that did fiberglass noses for semis. Hmm. And started talking to him and he said, man, I can build a fiberglass inner fender so strong that nothing's ever going to affect it. And so that's where it started. You're like, well, here's some that I have a whole lot of money and don't tear them up. <laughs> and, and literally it destroyed that set. Oh, all, man. All of them, they were destroyed. <laughs> that, that crashed when we were done with the mold. So yeah, all of that money was gone except for the mold. <laughs> That's awesome. So then it was just, it was right on from there. So we're going to, uh, we're going to dig into some slosh tub story here in a minute, but before we do that, wh where can everybody uh, find you like uh, social media, website, all that kind of stuff? Uh, slosh underscore dot tubs on Instagram, uh, Mike Losh and Slosh Tubs on Facebook, and www.sloshtubs.net on the web. That's awesome. Okay, and then I always ask because you are a busy, busy man. What is if somebody new is going to uh, go and they're going to they want to talk to you about sets because you don't only offer just the tubs, but a ton and ton of stuff like 30 something items, I think, or 25 items or something. Uh, what is the preferred way that you would like them to reach out to you? Like, you know, the, the easiest way is to do it on the internet if you're wanting to place an order, but I get calls all day, every day. Mm -hmm. And if I, if I'm not with a customer on the car lot, I'll answer the call. I mean, awesome. I, think, I think most of the people you talk to that have ever done business with me know that I'll answer a call anytime, Sunday, anytime Saturday, morning, <laughs> night. I mean, I, I, try, I, I try to think of what I wanted when I'm ordering parts, you mm -hmm. know? I want service. I want somebody to help me. I, I use the same thing I use in the car business. <laughs> people like you want to be treated. And, yeah. you know, it, typically works for me. So that's awesome. And I'll put all of the links to all that stuff. Um, probably except your personal page. Um, I'll put all the links like to the business side of stuff down in the show notes so people can just direct link from awesome. there and, uh, and hopefully that that'll be great. So, um, what is the farthest that you've ever sent a set of slosh tubs? That's, that is a man. I, I just sent a set to Japan. I've got some in Dubai. Wow. Uh, I've got some in, I believe, Turkey. Um, I've got them all over. I've got several. That's awesome. 
if I could figure out a little better way of uh, shipping, I've got a couple sets in Australia, uh, <laughs> lots of them in Canada. Got yeah. all the Canada guys up there. Um, That's so yeah, cool, man. I haven't found a good way to get them to them unless somebody's got a container going over. Mm, yep. Um, yeah, some of these guys pay a lot of money. The guy I sent to in Dubai, he, uh, I sent them to Florida, and he shipped them from Florida to Dubai. They were there in like three days. I don't know what he's been on shipping. Yeah, a bunch. <laughs> he's like, yeah, just send the jet. Go get it for me. That's crazy. <laughs> right? So with offering so many products, how do you decide uh, like to win when you add a product? Uh, one thing, and I'll just back up one second, because one thing I did notice is like a lot of the stuff you offer is a lot of uh, stuff you've built as well. So like uh, you, you built like a first gen C10, you know, obviously the 6772 truck, things like that. So like, is that typically when you kind of develop? So you're like, you know, I want this to have a certain look. Yeah, exactly. I, if I, that's the reason I built square peg and the reason I built boosted Bertha was to build product. I mean, that makes sense. It was because I, I love building, but mm -hmm. it gives me a, a good excuse and helped me tax write off some of it if I'm <laughs> well and the, th the thing about it too is like if you're doing that much work you might as well build a vehicle for it anyways because exactly. all the other stuff is pretty easy and as many as you've built there's probably a few sponsors that are like hey we would help a little bit you know exactly that's uh that makes it uh much easier that's awesome so that that leads into the next question of uh do people offer up like test vehicles? Or are they like, hey, would you build this for me? Not yet. <laughs> so you're saying it's an option. <laughs> if anybody's got a 911 laying around, I'd like to build some uh, custom parts for that. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Uh, do, do you foresee car stuff, not just truck SUV stuff in your future? I really... My, my big thing is time at this point. I really mm -hmm. want to get into cars bad. But I got two kids in college, and I'm scared to take that jump and leave my real job. Mm -hmm. You know, if I, if I had the 60-plus hours a week that I'm spending in the car lot to be developing product, mm -hmm. I would have a ton of product. Th that's what I'm, I'm thinking with the – that's what I keep thinking with the podcast. I'm like, how do I, how do I do this all the time? Cause like right now I do it, you know, that and the shop and work and all the other stuff. So yeah, I understand completely. I do. Yep. Um, all right. So let's, let's dig a little, let's dig into some cars because uh, again, if people don't know who you are, they're under a rock. I'm telling you. But, uh, so a lot of folks know you uh, for cloud nine. Cause I mean, like, and before that truck, you were in the scene, obviously. I mean, you were a name. People knew who you were. But, like, for me, I, I didn't because I was selling cars and didn't do anything in the car shows locally or anything like that. So yeah. um, what are what are some of the, the other cars you built and put together before that? And then uh, I definitely want to get into what's coming next for Cloud9. You know, but before Cloud9, I was – you know, I would say I was pretty much just a mini trucker. You know, I built um, I built a Mazda that was featured in mini trucking a long time ago. Uh, 
trying to think what else. Uh, you know, I did a, I did a few a few C tens that were build and flip kind of rigs. I did a seventy two mm-hmm. step side and a, a sixty nine suburban, a blue and white one with flames all the way down it and stuff like that. But but really, Cloud Nine was the truck that that pushed me into the real show scene as far as full sizes go. Now my yeah. my Mazda was it was it was smooth smooth frame hydraulic bed you know detailed out to the max. Dang, so. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, tell what's the because you no longer call it Cloud Nine. It's a cloud nine and a half when I see stuff now. So yes, sir. Uh, what does all give us a story for it now? What's the upgrades coming? Well, it, it was a beautiful truck and I love the truck, but it had a lot of quirks that drove me crazy. You know, a lot of little things like I, my doors didn't close right. I had a I had a vibration that I couldn't get rid of at about sixty five. It was a throttle body injected 350, so you know it was a 230 horse truck. You know it, it looked <laughs> cool, but it didn't have any scat to it. So, uh, yep. so you know, I thought, you know, I had a windshield leak that I could not quit. I could not get it fixed. I'm like, I'm gonna blow this thing apart and fix it and make everything perfect this time. Oh man. So, uh, we've got a complete GSI chassis. We've got a, a, a fully built uh, all aluminum 5.7 with an LSA supercharger, uh, full pulley system, some uh, beautiful headers from Ultimate Header. Mm. Uh, it, it's just going to be. Uh, Got a six-speed. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be yeah. fun. Yeah. Six-speed. Uh, Curry nine-inch locker. Uh, it's three. Uh, it's just got everything this time. It's going to be. It's going to be fun. That's you know, awesome. I fix all those little things that drove me nuts last time. <laughs> so, of course, that's been four years since I've tore it apart and. Hey, perfection takes a long time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've got to work on it, actually. <laughs> but soon, it's, I'm not done with the FJ40, so it'll be back to the it'll be back to Cloud Nine soon. So there you go. So that's that actually leads right into man. Me and you are like on the same wavelength, dude. <laughs> so what are the other projects you've got going on in the shop right now? Well, um, my son's got an FJ40 that he. He just loves, and it belonged to a good friend of mine, Merv Fleshman, and he finally sold it to me. And it's a, it's just a, a fun, fun rig. And so, I've just been updating it to make it daily drivable for him. You know, mm-hmm. put Dakota Digital on it, put a Holly Sniper EFI on it. You know, new engine, bigger tires. You know, <laughs> just stuff. You know, just putting it together. <laughs> That's all. so you've got you've got that truck. Uh, he still have the OBS. Yes, yeah, that's that's still his daily driver most of the time. So, but and then uh, is kind of his play toy. That's cool. And then he's a little spoiled. Uh, well, I mean, here's the thing: like if your dad's into cars, 
<laughs> you kind of got to have some stuff, you know, you got to have some cool stuff. So uh, at, one, at one point you had a, a one-ton dually. You still have the dually? Nope. Sold the dually. Uh, sold the dually and got a, I've got a 15 Duramax now that I've mm. used to tow my big trailer. So there you go to, to all the shows because how, how many shows a year do you attend? We only do, we do about five big shows a year. That's about, you know, with me working in the car business, Saturdays are, it, it's tough to get away. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, what's funny is um, I don't ever remember like them talking about paid time off or vac- you got like a week vacation a year, but I don't know if I ever took it, you know. So. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is they always say the hours are flexible when you're looking for a sales job. Yeah. That means you're flexible, not them. Yeah, well, and, and here's the biggest thing. Uh, Jim used to tell me all the time, man, you can set your own schedule, just sell 30 cars a month. Exactly. The whole Mitsubishi <laughs> store. Yeah, the whole Mitsubishi <laughs> store sold like 70 cars. I'm like, there ain't no way I'm selling 30. Yeah. I understand that. Yep, and then, uh, you know, you're off and like a customer shows up or so-and-so came by, you're like, ah, oh, crap. Because split. Yep. Yep. That's funny. So, um, what other the, products? Go ahead. Uh, the only other thing I've got is my, uh, which it'll be the project after cloud nine is my, my studio baker that I've, mm. I bought a studio baker for my grandfather to play with the last couple of years he was around and, uh, that'll be the next project. So that's awesome. So what's the plan for it? Just going to keep it original or are you going to go slash? I'm, I'm pretty much. Wow. I'm going to leave the body alone. It's an original paint car, original interior mm. car. It's in crazy shape. I'm just going to pull the body off the chassis and make every everything underneath it new. And drive cool, Yeah. I'll swap it and make it look like an old Studebaker engine. That'll be so. cool. That'll be cool. I remember seeing some pictures uh, of him, like maybe right after you guys got it. Uh, at a cruise night rib crib or something inside. Yeah, that's all right. That's that's the night we gave it to him. Yeah, I can I can barely remember my kid's birthday, but I remember that picture. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to being a car guy, I guess. So uh, so, w- what other products do you have kind of on your mind uh, that you're you're thinking maybe slosh tubs will bring? Well, my my next my next product is an OBS mild tub for the mm. OBS guys. That's that's the next thing on my list. So that's awesome. I, I've, got, I've got three or four little products coming out here, like a, a battery tray and an updated firewall filler panel for 67 to 72s and a few little things like that that'll be releasing any day now in the next couple of weeks. But, uh, but my next big one is going to be the, the mild tubs for the OBS guys. Man, that's cool. That's cool. I, I've really, we, I've got to make some time to get over there and hang out with you. And, and just cause uh, your shop is really cool too. You always, you know, you have pictures and stuff on your social media of in the That's shop. That's a disaster right now. You don't want to see him. <laughs> Who, whose is it? I mean, I, I would hate for you to come over and see mine. You would, you wouldn't even <laughs> step foot in my shop. So, uh, so let's talk about the future of slosh tubs. Like what, what, give us like a five year thought process. Not to put you on the spot. Okay, here's my five-year thought process. Four years, my son will be out of college. 
and I can quit my real job and just go full-time slosh tubs. Just be got, traveling the country by RV and sell slosh tubs. Exactly. That, that's Once I get him through college, my, my daughter's got one year left and my son has, you know, four years. Mm-hmm. But uh, as soon as he's out, I, I want to cut loose and just go full-time. So That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So I guess that that's also a question like uh, that I have too, is like, what's the future hold for you? And looks like you and you and mama Lash going to be loaded up in an RV and cruising the country. You know, that would be my ideal thing. You know, if I can, if I can load up and go to spend three or four days at a show and spend a couple extra days sightseeing mm-hmm. you know, and make a living doing it, you know, that right. would be, that would be ideal. Get to go to that, car show and still make a living. I mean, that's. Man, does it get better? Does it get better? I don't know. <laughs> well, it, here's what I'll tell you. I've only got four more questions left and uh, it's the same thing I ask everybody, but what, what will be neat is as we go through the future and you're back on here several times, so get ready. Um, it'll be neat to see you get more towards that goal, you know, because I mean, I, as long as you've had it, uh, I mean, I, I can't imagine that not have been your goal kind of from the beginning. So let's get down to these last four. Okay. What is the fastest you've ever driven? Man, that's, uh, I, I've never had anything fast. I'm sorry. I, now you have sold cars forever. You've been in a Corvette doing 130, I know. I, that's probably it. <laughs> That's, that's probably it, honestly. I've never got, I, you know, Boosted Bertha was supposed to be about an 850-horse truck. And unfortunately, with all the complications we had with that, I never got to really go out and, and see what it would do. That's awesome. That's all my right. big regret on that one. But, uh, no, I've never had anything. Cloud Nine should be around 650 horse with the six speed and all the right stuff. Mm-hmm. Curry nine inch QA one car with fiber drive shaft. I should be able to get out there and finally have some fun. And finally go 150. Exactly. That's I, <laughs> I, I want to go to good guys and <laughs> Yeah, do the autocross and all that stuff. And so, get thrown out because I was going too fast. That's my right. Point. I like it. I like it. So <laughs> You start with old, uh, like you start with regular trucks. It's not like you're buying all new parts and pieces to build the stuff you've built. So are you a, a WD-40 or PB Blaster kind of guy? PB Blaster. Man, all the way. Yep. You're like 90 some percent of everybody has said the same thing. Uh, they just need to knock the smell out somehow. Uh, exactly. exactly. And then uh, are you a gloves or bare hands kind of guy? Uh, gloves. Yep. Gloves. If you're those hands all day, it's hard to <laughs> hard hard to have, you know, especially if you're tearing apart an old engine. All right, last one, and this one may be a little harder. And I, I think I'm going to start giving people a heads up on this question. So, what is unlimited budget? Doesn't matter. Dream dream car, dream build. Oh man, I'm a big portion nut. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give us I, one. I, I would go, I would go full out on a Porsche build. That's awesome. Here's what I I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about 
like business ideas that were crazy and outlandish, right? And I was like, I think I'm going to start doing crazy outlandish uh, car builds. So hear me out. Mid 80s, 9-11, all GT3 RS underpinnings from like a late model Porsche, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Gives me Rod Mori jittles. <laughs> right? All right, dude. Well, uh-uh. Oh, dude. You need to look at some of his stuff. He's the he's the Porsche King. Rod Emery. Yeah. He's amazing. Heck yeah. He just built, he just built a bad 356 Momo mm. uh, for Momo. 356 for Momo. And it's got all pretty much what you just described all under oh. his yeah i'm i'm a big fan all right dude well, hey i'll let you get back to uh to the family and all that stuff i certainly appreciate you coming on uh hey, we worked on getting it like four or five days so we could sync up and uh next time i'll come to you i promise awesome we'll look forward to it i'll hey, clean dude. the shop let me know ahead of time <laughs> yeah don't even do that don't spend that kind of time all right i'm, I'm gonna shut it off here